Good morning, you're with Cameron here on 2VM, talking all things to do with state politics. And this time around, we're going north of the border and just north of the border with Gundawindi Shire Mayor Lawrence Springborg. How are you going, Lawrence? Very well, Cameron. Uh, great to be talking with you this morning. And we had a little chat earlier about the rainfall. You're not getting too much of it up there. No, I understand that you're doing much better where you are. I mean, only 100-odd kilometres away, but... There's been a couple of mills or so uh, around the place where I live, east of Gundawindi. We've had five mills. There might be isolated spots of a bit better because that's the nature of patchy rain. But mm-hmm. no, I think there's been people put a fair bit of hope in this change, and I just hope that we can get up around that, you know, 20 mills to 25 mills. It would would be very good if we can. You know, it's not gone mm-hmm. yet, but uh, would have liked to have had it now. Um, yeah. yeah, just uh, rather than hoping for the rest of the day. Exactly right, exactly right. And speaking of change, um, no change with the uh, border crossings. The Palaszczuk government announced that it could be September before she opens the border again and people from down south can uh, make the trip up north. Uh, have you heard anything about that? Well, that's only what everyone else is hearing at the moment. And uh, their COVID action plan indicated that uh, maybe in July they could be looking at uh, opening up the borders. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but that's... Uh, that's what they laid down there a couple of weeks ago. The Chief Health Officer for Queensland yesterday saying, you know, uh, July at the very earliest, more likely September. But yep. the challenge we have, Cameron, I mean, at a local government level, I mean, our job is to work to do what we can. Uh, those that are responsible for those sorts of things at a state and national level, they're the ones that take the advice on that. They're the ones that make those particular decisions. We've all got opinions on it. I've got my own opinions with regards to it. If you look at what mm-hmm. Australia generally has done, we've done a remarkable job in comparison to just about everywhere else around the world in keeping our people safe and yeah. uh, reducing our, our death rates to amongst the lowest, if not the lowest, in the world. So I do I do detect within our communities still a lot, a lot of people... Um, you know, they're concerned uh, about, you know, opening up too early because a lot of good work's been done and they worried what happens when, it, when or if it gets away in the future. And, and I think that's a consideration, obviously, governments have in a cautious way. But we do know that it's had an impact. It's had an impact on our economy, all of those things. But if we look at our border arrangements, we've got people from the areas where we don't have any COVID, our side of the border, your side of the border, going freely backwards and forwards because they've got the permits and using our uh, pre-approved self-access gates, which we've now got five operating, all the way from east of Texas to down near Tallworth, and we're getting up to 500 crossings a week in those uh, self-access pre-approved gate situations. So, look, we're doing what we can. Uh, We just rely upon the authorities at a higher level to make the decisions around the rest of it. Interesting, interesting. And uh, local businesses are probably enjoying people coming back into the shops and people having sit-down meals at cafes. Is there much difference between, you know, Gundawindi and, say, here in Moree, or is it pretty much the same? Well, look, I, I'm not quite sure what's happening in, in, in Moree. I haven't been down there in recent times, but I'd yep. imagine that it would probably be a little similar. Uh, some of the, uh, the cafes, uh, the hotels have opened up so they're starting to take sit-down customers as well as takeaways, which they've been doing for the last couple of months. But some of them still haven't opened 
forced it down yet. They're basically just sort of continuing on with the uh, the takeaway yep. option. But I've got no doubt as as people plan a little bit more, you know, their restaurants and their takeaways, their hotels, clubs, we're going to see more of that happen over the next month. And, and mm. certainly there's more of a bustle around town, which is a good thing as well. And another bit of, bit of good news in the last couple of days as well, Cameron, because we know many of our... Uh, uh, our, our sort of community, because our community is so intertwined, Queensland, New South Wales, Northern New South Wales, yeah. we're all the same, go to school this side, work over that side, vice versa. The, the Gundy Co-op, which went into administration a couple of months ago, it was a real shock to the community. It had been operating since 1947. Yeah. That now has been sold to a successful buyer this week. Uh, and we're looking forward to that being up and going as early as two weeks' time, no later than July. And what that yeah. will mean is we're back to having choice and competition in our local supermarket uh, markets in town. So that'll be great as well. Oh, that's very good news. And is there any council meetings planned uh, for the next couple of weeks and what's going to be discussed? Well, we we um, will be having our uh, our monthly ordinary council meeting next week and there'll be a range of things that'll obviously be on the agenda there we the, the normal decisions we we have to make with regards to planning applications those sorts of things we are currently considering uh, some options around our times our watering times given that some of our communities have mid-level water restrictions mm-hmm. currently those people are, can only water within a particular hour uh, that doesn't suit all people because uh, you know we've got less daylight people are able to get exemptions they can apply for exemptions uh, to that to allow them to if you're elderly or it doesn't suit you you know with regards to you know the diminished daylight we have at the moment but we're looking at whether we can make some amendments so that that's going to be one of the things i mean that doesn't come without consequences because you try to address um that issue and for some and you may, necessarily, you may impact on others, so that'll be one thing. We're also having some preliminary uh, discussions around our budget process, which we've been having workshops on. That's critically important for us as well because we'll be looking at bringing our budget down in, in June. So we're one of the first Queensland councils to bring our budget down. And, of course, you know, we're always looking at making sure we're financially responsible, balancing our budget, you know, keeping downward pressure on rates. And our approach this year will be targeting those businesses that have been most impacted by COVID-19. So yeah. that's what we'll be doing. No worries. Well, thank you so much for talking to us today, Lawrence, and uh, all the best with the meetings and uh, look forward to chatting with you next week. Yeah, look forward to catching up next week. Thank you, and may the rains continue.